Stulinium Radio, Jonathan Stewart. Today I'm going to give you an introduction to the Value Line Investment Survey. If you're at your computer, you may want to go to the ACU Library homepage because that's where we'll begin today. If you aren't near a computer, no problem. I'll tell you what you need to know and you can check it out at your convenience. I'm glad you're with me today. Let's learn about the Value Line Investment Survey. The Value Line Investment Survey is a subscription stock research service which is updated each week. They have been in business for 75 years and have a strong reputation in the investment community for high quality independent research. ValueLine provides research and investment advice on approximately 1,700 stocks in more than 90 industries. Their website reports that if you built a stock portfolio of ValueLine's number one ranked stocks for timeliness beginning in 1965 and you updated it at the beginning of each year, you would have enjoyed a gain of almost 22,000% through the end of 2005. By comparison, the Dow Jones Industrial Average appreciated by a little more than a thousand percent over that same time period. So ValueLine has a great track record for picking stocks that beat the market. A personal subscription to the service would cost you more than $500 per year, but as an ACU student, you have access to the service through the ACU Library website. Alright, let's start at the ACU Library homepage. That's at www.acu.edu slash academics slash library. On the library homepage, you will see two pull-down menus at the bottom of the page. The second pull-down menu is labeled Full Text Resources. Select Value Line from that pull-down menu and press Go. If you are off campus, you'll be asked to log in with your standard ACU username and password. Then you will see the ValueLine homepage. If you are on campus, you will be taken directly to the ValueLine homepage. From this screen, click on the link that says, To continue and log in, please click here. Now you are in the ValueLine Research Center. There are a lot of great resources here, so you can feel free to snoop around on your own. I'm going to focus on downloading and interpreting a ValueLine stock report. Today I'd like to look at Sonic Drive-Ins, so click on Look Up Company on the left side of the page. In the text box that appears, type the ticker symbol for Sonic, that's S-O-N-C, and click on Search. Now you have your choice of a PDF version or an HTML version of the file. I'm going to talk about the PDF file because that's what I shared with you in class. Click on the PDF document to view it in your browser or if you prefer, you can right-click and save the PDF file to your hard drive and open it up in Adobe Reader. Now, in the interest of full disclosure, I'll tell you that I don't own any shares of Sonic and I don't plan to purchase any in the near future. 
But I like Sonic as an example because they are in a business we all understand. Drive up fast food. Sonic has changed their business a lot in recent years and it has led to an increase in sales. One of the most impressive facts that I've seen about Sonic relates to their average per store sales. In 1993, average per store sales were around half a million dollars. However, in 2006, average per store sales were over a million dollars. That's strong, huh? They almost doubled the average sales per store. That's a phenomenal increase. It's still the same stores, but they are generating a lot more sales using the same assets. Now, this increase in sales was driven by several initiatives and innovations on the company's part. They updated the look of their stores. They changed their advertising. They put those big futuristic ice cream cones with neon lights out in front of the store. Now, that may sound funny, but what they found was that the stores that they renovated saw a significant increase in sales. So they took measures to update all of their stores. They also did a lot of other things to improve their sales at their stores. They started offering breakfast. Someone figured that the store was sitting there 24 hours a day. Why not open up earlier and try to increase sales? They also make a concentrated effort to offer new products each month. They always have some new shake or burger that they are advertising. Yeah, they've caught me with a few of those. Wow, have you had the Island Fire Burger? It has this habanero sauce that, well, it changed my life. And many of these new products are there for only a limited time. So I see it on TV and then I've got to get in there and try it out before it's no longer available. Another innovation has been the introduction of the credit card readers right there at the stall. So you can order and pay immediately. Now they estimate that the credit card readers lead to a 5% increase in sales because people are more willing to spend when using a credit card than when they are paying cash. Also, it speeds up the whole process because the car hops don't have to make change. Hey, uh, you gonna eat those titter tots? Alright, so let's look at Valueland's report on Sonic. I'm looking at the report dated December 8, 2006. At the top of the report, we see the company's name, their ticker symbol, and it even tells me that Sonic trades on the NASDAQ exchange. Right below their name, we see that they have a timeliness ranking of 2. Now the timeliness ranking is ValueLine's bread and butter. This is where they built their reputation. Now they don't tell you how they calculate the timeliness ranking. That's why they can charge people for their research. It is a secret proprietary ranking that they guard like Coca-Cola guards the recipe for Coke or Donald Trump guards his hairspray. He should consider calling it. It's liberating. Now ValueLine ranks all 1,700 stocks that they follow from 1 to 5 for timeliness. One means that the company is expected to be a top performer for the next year. Three means they expect average performance for that company. And five means that they think the company will lag the market over the next year.
Another useful statistic here is beta, which measures the relative volatility of this stock compared to the rest of the market. The average stock has a beta of 1. Sonic has a beta of 0.75, so they have slightly less volatility than the average stock in the market. Below that section, we see Value Line's price projections for Sonic. Now, I like this a lot. Some research companies only say buy, sell, or hold. Value Line comes out and predicts that Sonic will trade between $35 and $25 per share over the next three to five years. If it hits the high number, that would represent a 10% total return. If it hit the low number, then that would only be a 2% annual return, which wouldn't be that great. Okay, let's look at some other basics near the top of the page. When this report was printed, Sonic's recent price was around $23 per share. Their P.E. ratio was 21.9. The P.E. ratio is calculated as the stock price per share divided by the earnings per share. Now historically, P.E. ratios in the U.S. markets have averaged from 12 to 15, but in recent years they have crept above 15. I recently heard Dr. Griggs use 16 as a good benchmark, so that's not a bad number to keep in your head. Average P.E. 16. Sonic is higher than that. Now different people interpret the P.E. ratio different ways. I look at it as one way to measure how expensive or inexpensive a stock is because it tells us how much people are willing to pay today for one dollar of earnings. There are several other things I like to look at on these reports as well. I like to look at the stock chart. For Sonic, it's basically been going one way ever since 1996. There are indicators showing that Sonic split their stock 3 for 2 several times since 1996. ValueLine also provides a lot of good income statement and balance sheet type information in the table below the chart. Below the financial information, we find a description of the business with a lot of interesting facts. And below that is a narrative about Sonic and this analyst's opinion about Sonic's prospects. This narrative is updated quarterly. They give you some highlights like, They are poised to enjoy solid growth in fiscal 2007. They also talk about things like their marketing campaign and other relevant information. They always conclude the narrative with a recommendation. On this report, they say that Sonic is a timely choice for the year ahead, but they don't love it in the long run. Some other things that I like. On the left side of the page, about halfway down, they give us information about Sonic's capital structure. How they are financing their assets. In Sonic's case, they use 28% debt. So that implies that they use 72% equity. I also like the annual rates box, which is farther down the left side of the page. It provides historical growth rates as well as Value Line's predictions for their future growth rates. Just below that section, you see the quarterly revenues. Also, they give you information about their earnings per share. For example, in 2003, Sonic had annual earnings per share of 57 cents per share. By the end of 2006, EPS had risen to 88 cents per share. Now the bold numbers reflect Value Line's predictions for the future. 
In Sonic's case, they are projecting EPS of $1.10 in 2007. Finally, the box in the lower left-hand corner summarizes dividends per share, but since Sonic doesn't currently pay a dividend, there isn't really much to say about that. Alright, well, that's what I have for you right now. You see that these value line reports have just about as much good information as you can pack onto one page. You can learn a lot about a company in a relatively short period of time. Why don't you pick out a company that you are interested in and download their value line report? Maybe a company whose products you use or a company that you would like to work for someday. It's a great way to learn a lot about a business. I appreciate you tuning in today. If you have any questions, comments, requests, or suggestions, email them to me, stulinium at gmail.com. And check out my website, stulinium.com. I hope to hear from you soon. Until next time, Jonathan Stewart, Stulinium Radio.